0: You're listening to the Benefits at Work podcast, where we explore unique employee benefit offerings and programs to help improve your company and workplace culture. We cover wellness, technology, trending hot topics, and more. Now here's your host, Director of Client Engagement at Lipscomb & Pitts Insurance, Betsy Kamler.
1: Hello and welcome to our Benefits at Work podcast. I am Betsy Kamler, Director of Client Engagement, and today I have Abby Green, Health Outcomes Consultant with Health Check 360. Hi, Abby. Hello, Betsy. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. So when it comes to wellness programs, we all know what works best. We think we know what works best. Let's put it that way. Um, there is an idea that some people think that they can do their biggest loser challenge or something in-house might be the best answer, you know, having a health fair, doing health uh, wellness newsletters, whatever it may be. But then there's also, you know, this, the program where you can bring in a third party and actually have a third party um, vendor come in and offer different types of screenings and programs and incentives and have a much more robust and comprehensive solution. Um, today, can you kind of speak on these, these approaches and, you know, the vers- vendor versus the non-vendor approach, so to speak?
0: I can. So you definitely are able to build a program from scratch or the homegrown approach, as many call it, as long as you have two things, as long as you've done the research and you have the time. And the time is really key here because building a program from scratch, it's very low cost. You can do it for a very low cost, but you do need to have that time in order to pull in all the pieces that you really have as part of that vision. So going with a vendor makes it a lot easier. However, it will also be more expensive. So those are two things really to consider right off the bat when thinking about a home-drawn approach or that vendor approach. So digging deeper into working outside of a vendor relationship is going to save a lot of money. Um, And ways that you can do this is that you can even hire an intern to do some of the easy time-consuming stuff. There's a lot of time that can be put into it and you can spend a whole bunch of time doing a whole lot of things, or you can really hone in on what matters to you and what your company envisions the most. But I know many companies out there that will hire a college intern for the summer. So for 12 weeks of the year, they're getting free content, they're getting free resources, and they're giving a college student something great to put on his or her resume. You also might be doing something simple like a wellness challenge. So a wellness challenge can be reasonably easy to put on. It doesn't have to be super complicated. However, it might only engage about 10% of your population. So again, going back to the why of what you're doing with the wellness program to really pull in what you want to be as part of that vision. A third thing to consider is that you will be without many of the resources and technology that are available in the marketplace. Wellness has been around for a long time and there's a lot of different resources that are available. However, in a homegrown approach, you might not have access to all of those. So that is one of the cons of doing it internally. And then also creating communications. You will want to make sure that they're effective and legal if you're doing them yourself.
1: Perfect. You know, that that is one thing um, for audience out there. Um, if they're not aware, um, one of the things I do in my role is help communicate wellness. And we kind of mentioned this in a previous podcast, um, how with our communications to keep it simple and to know our culture and know the best way to to, to educate our employees and what what speaks to them, you know, whether they're blue collar or white collar, they have. Uh, mobile phone, computer, whatever access to them. But also, um, like you said, it could be, that's something that we can do here at, at Lipscomb and Pitts. We can help you do something that I mentioned earlier, just simply something as a health fair that um, it brings awareness. It's very simple. That's something I bring I can help bring in partners in the local community, um, vendors, different th- types of things that can come in and just have educational pieces about heart disease or cancer or do a f- simple, you know, blood pressure uh, measurement or BMI measurement. and. And just kind of introduce um, the carriers and what all they offer. We can do a lot of things with that. And then also you can, you know, we have all different types of communication, you know, wellness newsletters, whatever it may be, just to get the word out. So, again, that homegrown approach could could go pretty far with some companies. It just kind of depends on what works for you. And, um, again, it's a good start. You can kind of see where things go with that. So when it comes to the vendor, what are your thoughts on actually bringing in a third-party vendor? Mm-hmm. And I am partial to the vendor side since I've been on
0: the vendor side for a while, although I have to admit it's not the right fit for every group. So if a group does have time and isn't looking to spend a lot of money on something complicated, homegrown is the way to go. However, if you want somebody else to take care of most of the work, have somebody else do the research on what works well and have somebody else really be in charge of a lot of the success that comes from the wellness program, going the vendor route will be your best bet. It will cost more, but it saves a lot of company time, and you have a lot more ability to grow as your vision changes. So, where in-house, you might be kind of pigeonholed into what your resources and capabilities are, with a vendor, there's a lot of different vendors out there, and under their umbrellas, they have multiple different roles, titles, activities, programs that they're allowed to pull in as the wellness program progresses. However, you will be working within their specialties. So if you go with a technology-based wellness platform, it might be great with technology, but they might not have as good of coaching or an onsite biometric presence. Where if you go where somebody or a company really focuses on the biometrics, maybe the technology and the engagement tools might be lacking that is definitely a con with working with a vendor. And how to get away from that is that choose the right vendor from the start. So do your research. Have several be brought to the finalist round. Do an RFP, or better yet, do webinars or in-person visits. And Lipscomb and Pitts is awesome at having just several different visions available based on what a client wants. It's not a one-size-fits-all when it comes to wellness. Every client out there is really looking for something a little bit different. Also know that it's okay to switch vendors. If you choose a vendor and they're not in line with how your company is changing or transforming, it's okay to switch. But I do always recommend ask them first. Ask your wellness vendor if they're open to trying the new thing, or if they have any capacity to do what you have in mind. Because many times a client will not ask, they'll just move away not knowing that a wellness vendor is able to do that. It just wasn't something that they were aware the client wanted. Something else to consider is partner with a vendor whose values align with yours. So there's several different things you can pull in, but some of the big ones are technology, screening, whole person wellness, or focused wellbeing. So not any one vendor is going to be the cream of the crop with all four of those. But if that's not important to you, to the wellness vendor that does focus on what you have in mind. In the past, I actually worked for the wellness carrier. So it's been nine years now since I've been at Health Check 360 for almost nine years. Um, so I think that you have a lot more experience just with what the wellness carriers are doing now and how that could be also a great low-cost option if they're looking at someone else doing some of the work without spending a lot of money.
1: Yes, definitely. That is um, one thing I definitely want to mention is, um, obviously, as employers, we have to offer medical insurance. And one of the things that most carriers do offer is some type of wellness program. Um, most of these are free. Um, they may have a charge for biometric screenings or um, maybe a PEPM charge for their program, their platform, whatever it may be. But a lot of these are just building awareness within your pr- population and just might as well use what the carrier's offering. So it's a great way to kind of get your feet wet and start to promote wellness within your company and see where it goes. And you may have great traction with this and and really good participation and people are, are loving it, whatever it may be. And then you're like, you know what, I really want to put some teeth in this. Let's bring in a third party vendor and kind of expand on that a little bit. Um, another thing I do want to mention when it goes back to kind of the homegrown approach, we've had several clients um, that didn't necessarily want to bring in a third party vendor. They kind of use what the medical carry provided for them. But they're just simply encouraging employees to have their physical. Um, They're incentivizing them, you know, very simply through a gift card or maybe a premium incentive, whatever it may be, to get them to go see their doctor, to have that preventive exam. Because, you know, most um, insurance plans, this is covered 100% and you go once a year. And um, so, again, that's just something to consider that's very easy and you know, as long as we're getting people in front of a a doctor to kind of get their measurements and know their numbers, if you will, you know, we can't ask for more than that. And that's where you can kind of get started on um, promoting that wellness culture. Well, thank you again, Abby, for joining us today. And this concludes our podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Benefits at Work podcast. To learn more about wellness,
0: technology, and compliance, head to lpinsurance.com or follow us online at lpinsurance.